Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is Dendrolivano, Dendrolivano, or rosemary, a powerful herb which gives the gift of memory, healing, and great taste to food. Dendrolivano should be in at least one of your garden pots this summer. Here are three ways to use this beautiful herb. One, add it to a vegetarian dish, like the most popular one in the world, zucchini. Saute the zucchini with extra virgin olive oil, onion, garlic, and a pinch of rosemary for a mouthwatering explosion. Two, blend it with other spices. Most compatible options include rosemary with curry, paprika, and or cumin. And three, get creative when you attend a wedding by presenting the couple with a basket of dendrolivano or rosemary to bring the couple good luck with the remembrance of the day's celebration. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Today's episode of Kefi Life welcomes an Icarian native who is going to help us begin the healing and wellness process with the help and the assistance of two powerful and medicinal herbs grown all over the island. Yes, my friend, today the spotlight is on rosemary and thyme, synonymous with the Icarian life and cooking. These two beautiful herbs are used for food, teas, and health. And Thea Paricos, owner of Thea Zen on the island of Icaria, a bona fide blue zone, <laughs> look it up if you need more info, has the 411, the skinny, the scoop, the essentials on how to use rosemary and thyme for the good of it. Calosirta Tetikanis, welcome. Nice to see you. Thank you for having me back, Kiki. Oh, my Hellenic gem, it is so good to have you. And you're just so chock full of knowledge with um, food. And I'm finding that, you know, everybody can agree to love and eat food because food is, well, we can't, we, it sustains us, right? So today, yeah, so today let's dive into two herbs that really, I think, I don't think, but I know because a lot of people tell me that they don't realize the power of these medicinal herbs, rosemary and thyme. Let's start with rosemary. Okay. All right. First of all, I do want to say that Icaria is full of herbs and there are so many herbs that we don't even know 
that, that are out there that are good for you and that taste good and add, add to flavor and everything. Rosemary, I think, is a beautiful bush. I love the purple flower on it. I love drying it and just putting it in my clothes and the smell that comes out of the drawers and it's good for bugs and it's also a great preservative. But rosemary, is an, it has some wonderful qualities. It's antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, if you remember from how they used to say that a little bit of rosemary is for remembrance of somebody, well, in Greece, they plant rosemary in the graveyards because it's for remembrance. But rosemary actually helps with memory. It's good for your memory. And even up until recently, I met people who, when they were studying, they would drink rosemary tea to help them remember. And it's also interesting that it's, that it's been known to be good for brain health. So now we're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia. If it helps your memory, if it helps your brain health, then it's good for other things also. It's also a natural diuretic, so it's good for your kidneys. Um, you don't want to drink too much of it, okay? If you're on taking blood thinners, you need to talk with your doctor because it may slow down clotting of the blood, and as with all herbal teas, you don't want to overdo it. Too much of a good thing can be bad for you. There are, there are herbs that lower your blood pressure. I found this out by experience. I didn't know it. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. I found out it was my blood pressure had dropped too much. I was drinking too much sage, actually. But so you need to be very conscientious of this. Even the older people will tell you, yes, a little bit. You drink for a couple of days and you change. You don't drink it consistently all the time, okay? I wanna be clear on this. Is one a day too much? My aunt would tell me you can have one a day for several days, maybe four or five days, but then you should switch to a different one. Okay, I, it, perhaps it depends on how strong the herb itself is or how strong you make it, but I prefer safe than sorry. So we drink rosemary, we enjoy rosemary tea. It's a stimulant. It's not a heavy tea. A little bit of honey, it's all it needs, it doesn't need a lot. And it's refreshing. And I also like it cold. I put it in the refrigerator to drink cold. I find it very refreshing, yes. So this summer we could take, would you use the fresh rosemary from your garden? Definitely, yes, that's all I would use. Okay, so you take the fresh rosemary, would you take a couple sprigs or how much would you put in the hot, the hot or cold water? It depends water? on how much I'm making, but you know, you don't boil it. You bring the water to a boil, you turn the water off, you put your herbs in, you cover it and you let it steep. Okay, you don't want to boil it because you're going to lose, you're going to be losing nutrients and you might make it more bitter this way also. What about the uh, drinking it cold? How would I prepare that? Okay, this is what I do. Um, do you have, I'll tell you my favorite cold teas is rosemary. And do you have um, Louisa, Louisa, lemon verbana in your garden? Yeah, not in my, yes, I do actually. Last year, my, my gardener who helps me here in the yard recommended that, yes. Okay, lemon verbana is awesome. So all you do is you make your tea, you let it cool, and then you put it into a bottle in the fridge. That's it. It doesn't last very long, maybe one day. And it's pretty tasty? Oh, it's, yes, it's great. It's very refreshing. A little bit of lemon if you like, definitely. Wow, that sounds really good and refreshing. That's awesome. Good. You good. know what else I use rosemary for? And I, I actually, I just feel, 
I feel refreshed when I, I do this. Um, I will put it in the shower. I'll hang a sprig upside down and I'll put the steam on and I will just have that rosemary with my sinuses and also just to sort of like relax me, but also open everything up. I love rosemary in the shower. Kiki, that's a great idea. It's awesome. It's really awesome. That's the first that's like time a- I put it and I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it. Just take it and put it in the shower, like do a really hot shower. If you have a steam, great. If not, just get that water really hot and put that rosemary in there and start to sniff it and put it on the ledge or whatever. And it's it's very therapeutic. Definitely I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I can't wait to like hear what you find what you think about it. Definitely. Okay, so those are some good points to mix up the um the teas, like the herbs, because they do have such they're so strong. They are, yes. They are. There is, they're doing research now on the herbs in Icaria because they're stronger than other parts of the world. But the rosemary, though, is, you know, it's not just for a tea. It's also we use it as an herb for cooking in our food. Um, we like to bake, we like to put potatoes in the oven and put rosemary on top. We put it in different vegetable dishes and different meat dishes. We might even just put a sprig of rosemary. So then we just take it out, but it gets the flavor. You know, yeah. Uh, there in the old days, they made a sauce actually, which was with rosemary, flour, and whatever was left from the juice of the pan from frying fish, for example. And they would take the olive oil and what was in the pan from frying, and they would put lots of rosemary in there, and flour, and make like a gravy, like a thick gravy. Because there was no electricity, they had different ways of preserving food or saving it for eating the next day, right? So they would completely cover the fried fish with this, and it would last until the next day. They could eat it the next day, and it wouldn't go bad, the fish. Fascinating. And it probably tasted great. You know what? We did it one time. I didn't know this. This is years ago. And I was at with my husband. We were at his aunt's house, and she was frying fish. And her husband says, why don't you do this? And she says, okay. I said, what is this for? And that was the first time I'd ever had it. It was delicious. Oh, the things we learn with you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The things you learn from the older people. It was amazing. Well, that's so the rosemary thing. is the kind of plant that I think everybody has in their yard or somewhere around their yard. They're going to have rosemary. We have it in our yard every summer. We we brought our plants in because we have them in pots. But in the summer, I have three pots that have rosemary, and I nice. put it, yeah, and it just it's just so delightful. We'll just cut a sprig, sniff it, have a conversation, have our breakfast, our broino. It's really special. I like to create like little scenes and environments. <laughs> <laughs> you know because. There's just, these herbs are so deep. They're not just something you eat or drink or apply to your skin. I mean, they really have character. Rosemary has character. Yes. In my opinion. I use it on lamb at Bosca. Like when we make our arni, I put it on top of my lamb. No, it's very good on lamb. Very good. Okay, so rosemary, fantastic. What about um, thyme? Okay, so we use thyme in... If we make like a cheese spread, it's, we always have thyme in it. Copanisti? Yes. You know this, like a spicy cheese spread, any kind of cheese spread, we're going to use thyme. Yeah. We use it in many, many meat dishes, many vegetable dishes. You can use it as stuffed vegetables. It just has a little bit of a different flavor than oregano. Um, it's in the same family, they're related, but it does have a different, a different taste to it. My favorite thing to do 
with thyme as an herb. I like to mix it, combine it with oregano. I feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds. Thyme is also good as a tea. Again, you don't want to be drinking too much of it, okay? It has a lot of qualities to it. It's antifungal, anti-inflammatory. It's used to help cuts and bruises because it's anti-inflammatory. It helps respiratory health. So when you have a cold, a chest cold, you drink the tea from it with some honey. Uh, digestive system. It, it overall it helps the digestive system. Um, this is another one that helps for premature aging in the brain. Oh, it's, it's fascinating, isn't? It? How many of the herbs that we have? So what this one does, it increases also the active omega three in the brain, and it also helps detoxify your body, your cleans your kidneys. I have to get on a schedule, like a calendar. Okay, today you I'm know, gonna- it's, it's really, the more I learn about these herbs, the more amazed I am at, at all the health benefits of something that you use because it tastes good. You know, I'm, I'm so intrigued by this that I, I really want, I would love to like, it was something that I introduced to my husband um, for something that was going on as turmeric. And it, it really mm-hmm. did help him quite a bit. Um, and then oregano, of course, we use. But thyme is something, it's an herb that I'm really not that familiar with. And I, I, it's, you're really in, piquing my curiosity. It's a beautiful plant. It's it, in, in appearance, it's similar to oregano, but when it's in season, it has these beautiful little purple flowers. It's really a lovely little bush. And it's the aroma, if you drive down the road where, where time is growing, you just want to stop and inhale. Oh. The aroma is amazing. Oh. And you know, we have thyme honey in Icaria. And when you open a jar of thyme honey, it's like having your face in a thyme bush. It's just, the aroma is overwhelming sometimes in a, in a good way, in a good way. There are two places that, um, three, because Thea's is number one. Uh, Thea's oh, in... You. Yes, yes, of course. And I love, and by the way, let's give a quick plug to your inn in, on the island of Icaria because it's so beautiful when you drive up. It's on the, it's on the um, village of Nas, N-A-S. Yes, yes. And, and when you drive up, you have these trees and you have the vines hanging down and you have, it's kind of like a dirt road coming up that way. It's so natural. It's so organic. You, you, you immediately feel like you're released from pressure. It's relaxing. That's a good word. It's relaxing. So real quick plug for you and Thea's Inn. Like if people are coming to Icaria, why would they want to come to your inn? Oh, I hope they would want to come to enjoy the food, the service, the scenery, the conversation. <laughs> it's a good congregating place, actually. Yeah. Oh, terrific. Um, quickly, I want to ask you about, okay, so in some of the videos, like in a previous episode, we talked about Dan Butner, who is from National Geographic, and he coined the concept and the practice of the blue zones, which there are five islands all over the world that um, the people that are on these islands incorporate uh, a lifestyle of, of longevity, kind of the organic way, and Ikaria is one of those islands. Um, but why do I bring this up? Because when he met you and you've remained friends with him, mm-hmm. um, you, I think, introduced him to Athena, who was your aunt. Athena is actually my husband's first cousin, and she was cooking with us. And she's she's a true Icarian, and she's a true Icarian cook. So it fitted together very nicely. 
And in the video, because there was a video, you were on Australian or some cooking show that was like equivalent to um, 60 Minutes. Right. And she was cooking and the way she was using the knife and her natural, you know, uh, innate way of cooking and using the knife and using the essentials in the kitchen was just so profound. And I think we need to let go of our fear when we go into the kitchen and be like, Athena. There's nothing to be afraid of. There is no right and wrong. I get nervous sometimes. You play with it. If doesn't, if you don't like the way it turns out today, try it again tomorrow. <laughs> hey, like we, like, like we, like I learned when I came there. There is no watch. Take your watch off. We don't. That's it. That's it. Food should be fun. Food should be fun. Okay, I love it. I love it. Okay, so if I'm planting a garden this summer, we've got a few minutes left, and I want to help people out here. If a follower or myself or anybody who's listening that's very intrigued by the power of herbs, we're planting a garden. Can we name, besides rosemary and thyme, what you would do if you had your garden? What would you plant just to like accentuate your kitchen and your health and well-being? I would plant uh, definitely parsley, celery, dill or fennel. And if I could, I don't know if it will grow here, I would plant oregano and I would plant sage. I'm going to continue, okay? Yeah, please. <laughs> please, because people can select. I did okay. some of these. Yeah. I would plant um, lemon verbana as a tea. I find it, I love it. I love for lemon verbana as a tea. And rosemary. Oh, I'm sorry. We, we already spoke about that. Um, sage, Mint. rosemary, oregano. Mint. I don't know if you can plant. I'm sorry. Mint. Mint, definitely. Mint grows so easy. And you know, there's different types of mint and you don't want to plant them too close together because they tend to combine. Good to know. Yeah, but those are the basic ones that I would have. Definitely parsley, celery, mint, oregano if possible. D yeah, dill, fennel. And I did plant oregano the last couple of years. I had a um, garden, uh, what do you call it? A garden box. So it was standing, um, mm -hmm. a raised one because we have a dog and um, it worked fine. It just wasn't large enough. Um, right. But I, I think what I'm going to add this year is the, um, the fennel. I didn't use fennel last year. Fennel is nice to have. Yeah. How do you feel about basil? Oh gosh, I forgot basil. Why don't we use a lot of basil in Greek cooking? I love basil. I just think it's I just think it's wonderful. You know, it's amazing. We have pots and pots of basil all around the houses, right? Yeah. But we don't use it as much as we use mint, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, and I always forget it. Yeah, I'm Vasiliki, basil. I'm the I'm the female version of basil. Veve, veve. You have to you have you have to use basil, veve. <laughs> and quick sidebar, I just want to tell you last year we were in Israel in the Holy Land and every house Practically every house in Israel, Jerusalem, wherever, even the Palestine, West Bank area, um, they all have olive trees. Everybody's got an olive tree right. in front of their house. Everybody. Isn't it amazing? It's cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. So many similarities. A lot of similarities. Okay. Anything, how should we close out with like, what are your personal thoughts on rosemary and thyme? Is there anything else you want to share with us about the value of these two beautiful herbs? Look, to, for me, to be honest with you, all the herbs have are valuable in their own in their own way, and a lot of it has to do with preference, your personal preference. My feeling is, to be complete, you need to have a little bit of all of these. 
Yeah. Some dishes you're going to want rosemary, some you're going to want dill. You might want a rosemary tea today and tomorrow something else. And we need to remember um, the famous expression, Bonmetrion Ariston, all things in moderation. There you go. Bravo, Sue. All right, Hellenic Jam. Thea Paricos, it's been such a pleasure, delight, and I love learning from you. And uh, I can't wait till the next time. Thank you, Kiki. It was great to be with you again. You take care and have a great afternoon. You too. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. There is a stigma that goes along with trying something new, but new things keep us sharp. So what are we to do? Don't be afraid. Like Thea says in today's episode, when cooking something new, for example, try it, taste it, learn from it, and if you don't like the result, try it again the next day. Friends, be open-minded and creative when cooking or creating your own version of wellness. Hola, cala, all is well when you approach the new with a positive and fearless point of view. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com. And check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.